Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Ashley Michike. Ashley, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, George. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. Let's let, let's go. Ashley is the CEO of True North Retirement Advisors. I'm excited to have you on. Ashley, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so I actually, well, as, as CEO of True North, my specialty and what we do is primarily working with business owner clients, helping them with their retirement and uh, specifically the exit from their business. So when a lot of business owners get close to the end of their working years, they have this giant elephant in the room, which is their business. And so our specialty is to help incorporate that, what they do with that into their overall strategy for retirement. Um, and I actually got started so I'm a I'm the business owner. My father and I own the business. We run it together. And um, we started that. We broke away from the big firm that we were working with back in uh, 2018. And so we've been doing this now on our own as business owners ourselves for the last three years. So it's, it's a big roller coaster, a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Um, and I actually started my first business when I was eight years old. So it's kind nice. of in my blood, you know, <laughs> I really enjoy it. It's, um, and now that I've been doing it for three years, now that I'm on the other side of it, I don't think I could ever go back to, uh, working as an employee. I would have to figure out a way, you know, to make that work no matter what the cost. So it's, it's, it's really interesting, but I'm from Portland, Oregon, grew up here. Our, our, um, company is based in Portland, Oregon. And, uh, I just, I just love working with clients, with business owners. Um, my background education-wise is that I got a finance degree in college. So I've always been interested in like the intersection of business and money and helping people make smart decisions. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate all of that. So helping people make smart decisions. And I, I imagine that there's so much that goes into uh, getting close to retirement, and then to your point, you know what what are we going to do with this business? Because I imagine it's such a valuable asset and going to be in some way uh, such a key part of somebody's retirement. Uh, but all the planning that goes into that, so I, I don't even know what the jumping part jumping off point is. Maybe just walking us through how how you actually engage with people to to start having those conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's actually a hard thing to, to talk about because a lot of business owners, they they often have a, a, an emotional attachment, a very strong emotional attachment to their business. So it's like, that's my baby. And, and they miss, I think they, they have this mis, misguided thought process that exiting their business means that they have to stop working. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily true because as a business owner, you, you certainly have a lot more options. But I think the main, what I try to help clients see is that, you know, you're going to exit your business someday, whether you're vertical or horizontal, <laughs> there's like a hundred percent chance that you are exiting your business. So that's the guarantee. So what I try to get clients to do is what with enough lead time, enough enough space on that runway because we don't want to get to the end and, and have a health issue 
or they die unexpectedly, or they just go go way past the point of burnout, and then they're like, okay, I want to exit yesterday. We don't want to do that. So, you know, five to 10 years is an ideal time period to really get in the weeds of doing the exit planning work. And so I think that's the hardest part is to, to get owners to to articulate what it is that they want, like what their exit means to them. Does it mean that I that they depart permanently? Who is that ideal successor? Is it an internal person, an employee? Is this a family business you're trying to transfer to the next generation? Are you going to sell it? Can you even sell it? I think that's another issue is um, I have clients who get to the end and they're like, I can't sell my business. I didn't groom a successor. The business revolves around me as the owner. Everything lives in my head, <laughs> you know, like they're, they, they, so they get to the end and they think that they're going to sell their business for millions of dollars. And that's just not the case, but with proper planning enough time and, and carving out what that exit means to you. Like, so our job is to create that roadmap, right? Like what's, what does your exit strategy look like? What's your timeline? Who's your ideal successor? How much money do you need? Like that's where the financial aspect comes into this because we can't embark on this exit journey until we know what it is you need from your business. Do, do you need to sell your business financially to survive? Do you want to sell your business? Those those are two very different things. So it's, it's really complex and it's really a puzzle that's different for every owner. And that's part of why I love it because there's no kind of one size fits all approach to exit planning and retirement planning for business owners because every business is different. Every owner, their goals are different. So it's a lot of fun, but it's, it's, it's complex work. Yeah, yeah, it's it certainly sounds that way. And the more time the better, right? Like 10 years is, yes. is awesome. Five <laughs> years is okay. Uh, but I have to imagine people wait up up until the last minute. Yeah, and, and I there's a lot of reasons for that. I think a lot of owners, you know, they're busy running their business. And it's hard to step back and do the work. You know, you hear the work, the word like working in your business working versus working on your business. It's that same kind of thing. And it's, it's really hard. I know I struggle with that myself, too, is you know, how, how much of the day-to-day -day am I doing versus doing some of the more like strategic planning type work. And, and there's room for both and there needs to be room for both. But yeah, the longer the better. And I always like to quote Stephen Covey, you know, he said, begin with the end in mind. And ideally you would do that as a business owner if you're thinking about your exit. And some business owners do, I know business owners who have started businesses with the intent to exit and planning from that from the very beginning. But most business owners are just scraping by and, you know, clawing and, you know, trying to figure out how to just make the business survive early on. But yes, you're absolutely right. Er the earlier you can start, the better. And beginning is ideal because it'll help frame some of the decisions you make. But at least five to 10 years will give you enough time to implement the, the, the essential pieces of a, of a good, strong exit plan. Got it. And so those essential pieces, it's figuring out who it is that the successor might be. So that's obviously a really, really big thing. It's figuring out how much money that, that, that uh, obviously I'd rather have a billion dollars than, than having a hundred thousand dollars, but how much you really want and how much you need. Um, and then 
what you'll actually do. Uh, are, so are you interested in, in, in staying on, but just in a different capacity? Are you different? Or are you just interested in handing the keys and, and, and walking away? Are those are those the key variables? Yes, the, there's several. Um, but you hit some of the more important ones, the more, I call them like the foundational elements. So that would be the money you need, which is the value of your business. What is your business worth? Is it sellable? Um, who is your ideal successor? That's the other key. Um, and your timeline. Those are the three things I think owners need to nail down first when they embark on their exit. If you can get those right, and it may change, right? You may have an ideal successor that you've picked out, but then maybe that's an internal person. And as you start grooming that person, you realize this person is not well suited to this and they're going to the business is going to fail. They're going to fail. Like we don't want, we don't want to fix or we don't want to force a, a square pig in a round hole. So that may change. But the key is that as we embark on this exit journey, we need to get really clear on what some of the higher level goals are. And then, um, and then we deal with like the types of transfer too. So if you're going to sell your business, gift it, uh, you can, you can um, transfer it. In, in multiple ways. And so that's when some of the uh, like attorneys get involved and, and the CPAs and things like that, like developing this tax and estate strategy around transferring business, especially if there's wealth there. But off the bat, we need to figure out, can we sell this into who? What does that timeline look like? And how much money do we need? Yeah, that's a, that, that, that certainly makes sense. And all those uh, talk about moving parts, tax and estate strategy right there, and then involving other professional advisors. And that's when I imagine at least having more time to actually start implementing strategies for for protecting both of those things, making sure that you're walking away with the most amount of money possible is, is, is so key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a great example that I love to use that owners never think about is maybe your business operates as an S corp or a C corp or whatever the entity structure is. And that makes sense for you as you're running the business, but maybe as you get closer to exiting, maybe that current uh, structure doesn't make sense anymore. And you can't just like switch over to a C corp and then exit your business. You know, <laughs> there, there are things that actually require more time. And, and so that's a good example of one of them because you can't do that overnight and it can have a big impact on the taxes and, and all of that as you uh, exit your business. I imagine there's a lot of opportunities for doing great planning, but then also on the flip side of that coin, there's a million different opportunities to screw things up terribly. Yes. And that's part of why we exist and why our clients appreciate having a, a team behind them and an exit planning advisor like myself, because if you try to go this alone or DIY it, you know, it's different than laying down the, the floor tiles in your house wrong and having to rip that up and redo it. Like, <laughs> There are significant uh, tax implications, estate implications. If you blow it up completely and ruin your exit, I mean, it could, it could ruin your business and, and ruin any hope you had of extracting any value out of it. So there's a lot on the line there. Um, and it's really important that owners 
uh, understand and and do everything that they can to make it as successful as it can possibly be. But yeah, there are plenty of opportunities to to misstep along the way. Even even things like, you know, what if you become disabled or you die before this exit is complete? I mean, there are plenty of things out of your control, a pandemic, right? Like these are all things that can crush businesses that you have no control over as the owner. But we have to just do what we can to plan the best we can so that we give ourselves the best shot of exiting on our terms, timeline, et cetera. Yeah, the more that I imagine that, that the more people can do to increase that level of certainty, um, the better than you kind of let the chips fall where they may between the stuff that we can't control, which is most of it. But certainly, certainly being proactive and beginning with the end in mind and starting to actually put this into action I'm sure that, that that just dramatically increases your odds of actually doing it versus, to your point, just DIYing it. Right. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Nice. All right. So... How much of a time commitment, and, and I, I guess the answer is probably it's 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 going to be relative, and there's going to be times where it's going to be a lot more time intensive on the part of, of the actual business owner versus other times, but how, how, how do you coach people managing that, that aspect? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so going back, every exit plan is a little bit different, but you're right, there it ebbs and flows as far as time commitment. So I have I have a client in particular that comes to mind where, you know, they're they're about five, six years out from their exit. And in the beginning, we did a lot of um, planning work to kind of figure out those high level things. Um, but it's kind of like a, 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 I don't, well, maybe this is a horrible analogy, but it's kind of like a dog and a handler. Like my goal is to be the handler and just say, okay, you show up here on this time and we're going to have the call with the attorney and I'm going to do much of the legwork. And so you don't have to take away so much from the day-to-day of your of running your business um and so it works a lot like that where uh, a big part of uh, what a good exit advisor will do is laying out the priorities here's what we need to focus on yesterday you know and here's what we need to focus on over the next year and then i have other things that you know, maybe we won't even look at them for two or three years um, because it's just not relevant now. But then there are other more pressing issues where especially every business has things that they should have been doing or should have already had in place that they don't. Um, and if those are mission critical items that are that are essential for moving forward with the exit plan, then those get obviously higher up on the priority list. So it does ebb and flow. And um, I won't lie and, you know, tell business owners that, oh, it's, you don't have to do anything. It's super easy. It's not going to take any time at all. Um, but it's not going to turn and in, morph into this full-time job. That is even a part-time job. I mean, if you're spending more than a couple hours a week on this, uh, even in the high times of, of when, you know, that, that work is more critical and we're spending more time on it, that's probably too much. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. What's a what's the importance of of helping them see the life after they're no longer owning the business? 
Yeah, that's super critical. Um, I had a client last year who he said that he failed at retirement because he was retired for about three months. He exited his business, retired for three months, and then went back to work as a consultant for the company that he left because he realized he doesn't like retirement so much. Mm -hmm. He really likes working. So it is very important. Some people are just, they want to enjoy life and travel and hang out with their grandkids. And, you know, our priorities change from our 20s to our 30s to our 40s. Like every decade of life comes with its own set of priorities. And so it's really hard to think. Like I actually thought I never wanted to have kids for a really long time. And I have three kids now. <laughs> and I kind of even want more. And my 24-year-old self would have thought you're nuts for wanting <laughs> <laughs> you know, three kids, goodness gracious. But that's where I am today. And my priorities have shifted significantly. And it's no different for business owners. So seeing like carving out or, or, or thinking through, you know, how you want to spend your time, where are you living? What does that look like? How much of your identity is wrapped up in your business currently? That's a that's a big thing. So a lot of this is not talked about enough in general, not even just for business owners, but I think it's especially problematic for business owners. Um, we, as, as people, you know, there's dignity in work, there's purpose in work. And when one transitions to the other side in retirement, you have this initial honeymoon phase where you're getting all of the projects done around the house, you're finally getting to the things you wanted, maybe you're traveling, going on a couple of vacations, but we can't just like sit in a hammock for the next 30 years and sip on a cocktail that, 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 that loses its luster very, very quickly. And so what ends up happening is after that initial honeymoon phase of retirement, a lot of people end up getting suffering from boredom and then that can often lead to anxiety and depression and some other issues and and so we want to prevent that from happening as much as possible and, and some for some people that means working longer or working part-time or maintaining some type of role in the business and so that that would then dictate like if that was really important to you as a owner then that might dictate a particular successor pathway like maybe you wouldn't sell your business just outright if you wanted to maintain that involvement in the business and that was really important to you to, to continue to do that long term um but it could it could just mean you know making sure that some of your time is structured you know i've talked about this a lot with with clients too is okay what does retirement look like for you and and is that going to provide you with that purpose and meaning and be enough to replace work. Um, so it's, it's really important. We don't want to fail at retirement like my client did. Now, luckily, he didn't spend too much time in retirement. And he, he is healthy enough to go back to working and kind of doing what he did. And, and he wasn't away for too long. Um, and that's perfectly fine for him. I know other people who they want to retire yesterday and um, everywhere in between. So <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I certainly believe it. Well, Ashley, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway, and we didn't get to talk quite a, a lot about this, but it, it, the very first step when you're thinking about your exit is to figure out what your business is worth. 
you have to know the starting place. It's like entering a, your starting location on your GPS. We can't get to the destination we're trying to go to and get those important directions if we don't tell it where we are today. So knowing the value of your business is, is essential because if it's worth less than what you need it to be, then, then we can take steps to grow the value before we embark in an exit strategy. Um, so I would encourage any owner out there who is seriously thinking about exiting their business to not get bogged down in, into all the things that they think they need to do, but just start where they are and start with the very first step, which is understanding and getting a accurate valuation and figuring out what your business is worth. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? My website, truenorthra.com. And if you go to forward slash value my business, you can get access to a free valuation tool that we make available to anybody who wants to use it. Awesome. Give me those websites again. Truenorthra.com forward slash value my business. Perfect. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Ashley your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to truenorthra.com and check out the value of my business. Take advantage of that free resource. Thanks again, Ashley. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. <laughs>